Welcome to Mental Health and You. This podcast brings you the best information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust. Every fortnight, we will hear from one of our specialist areas, be it school and parent support, the recovery college, well-being or research. Welcome to the first peer support podcast. Today's podcast is all about resilience and is presented to you by Rachel, that's me, and Andrea, who are peer support workers within the wellbeing service. Today's podcast will cover what are peer support workers, what is resilience, the ups and downs of being resilient, examples of resilience from the peer support work team during the current COVID-19 pandemic. We hope that you come away from today's podcast with an understanding of what resilience is, its ups and downs, and how peer support workers use resilience within our own recovery journeys. So you've heard from me, my name's Rachel, so I'm going to introduce you to my co-presenter today, Andrea. Hello, I'm Andrea and I've been a peer support worker with the Wellbeing Service for around about four years now. Um, like I say, my name's Rachel and I've been a peer support worker oh, for about three years now, Andrea. Time has flown, so you'll be hearing from us today. So you know that we're peer support workers, but Andrea, what exactly is peer support? Okay, so uh, peer support is using lived experience in this case of mental health challenges, to support others that are going through a similar experience. So we, we use our stories of mental health recovery to support others and give the idea of hope. And mm -hmm. um, I think for me, it's, it's also sort of knowing that other people have gone through something similar. They might not have gone through the same thing, but they've walked that journey before you and you know they can we give sort of like say the idea of hope and that recovery is possible yeah and just just that idea of knowing that other people out there feel the way you do or have felt that way in the past somehow for me i didn't i didn't feel so lonely mm -hmm. yeah so it, it's that um Somebody, yeah, somebody has got had that experience, a similar experience to you, and they can share that to support you on your own journey. So that's peer support in a brief little nutshell. So today's podcast, Andrea, is about resilience. Well, what exactly is that? What is this thing called resilience? Okay, well, I have got a, dic a dictionary definition for you. So taken from the Cambridge Dictionary, it says that resilience is the ability to be happy and successful, etc. again, after something difficult or bad has happened. Mm, that's interesting, isn't it? Because it doesn't say that you're going to be, does it? It's not like a guarantee as such, but it's the ability to, isn't it? And I think that's that's the key thing there for me, because I think, you know, when we've all gone through difficult things, it's knowing that actually this too will pass i think that's kind of for me that's a good sort of um yeah good sort of way to sum it up in that this will pass and you'll come out through the other side you know probably a different person but probably with a lot of growth and a lot of change and that's really good as well but also that ability to be able to be happy and successful again what do you think andrea 
Yeah, so so the ability uh, to build a new life, if you like, so over to uh, to be able to overcome what you've you've gone through. Yeah, come out the other side, happy, as it says, smiling, and actually like living a meaningful life, I guess. Yeah, you know, and we kind of develop that resilience over time, don't we? I think it's something that perhaps you know, particularly using my own experience. There'll be times when people have said to me, you are so resilient, you know, your resilience is really quite, quite strong. And I might agree with them, but there may well also be times when my resilience isn't. So it's kind of quite, um, quite a fluid thing, I guess. So that leads me on, Andrea, to thinking then, well, what does resilience mean for us, you know, for, for you and I? I mean, what, what does it mean for you, Andrea? Okay. Well, for me, it's uh, it's having the ability to keep going. So whatever life decides to throw at me and, and whatever changes come my way, it for me, it's like, how am I going to cope with this? What am I going to change? How am I going to adapt so that I can keep moving forward, get through each day and um, yeah, come out the other side? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I do agree with you there. It's, it's kind of... I don't know what whatever life throws at me I know that I do have those reserves within me to deal with it and you know sometimes that's going to be quite difficult and I'll really have to dig deep into my resilience to do that and there'll be other times where it's kind of easier but yeah I think that's it isn't it the ability to pick yourself up dust yourself off yep learn from the experience whether that's a negative experience or a positive one and move forward and i think it kind of links an awful lot to recovery as well isn't it kind of you know using that resilience to keep putting one foot in front of the other even if that's a tiny teeny tiny step but taking those steps forward in our recovery to carry on and continue with you know the joys that life throws at us whether that's something that's something that's good or something that's not so good um and i know we both kind of when we were looking at writing this podcast we both looked at sort of definitions of resilience we also looked at some some quotes didn't we i mean have have you got like a good one that you'd like to share with everyone today i have yeah i mean i found one that really resonated with me it's a, a quote by elizabeth edwards who's an american attorney and a best-selling author and healthcare activist and, and she said that resilience is accepting your new reality, even if it's less good than the one you had before. You can fight it, you can do nothing but scream about what you've lost, or you can accept that and try to put together something that's good. And the, the, the reason um, I gravitated towards this one is, is that's exactly what's happened to me in life. You know, I've had times where I've tried to fight against change, I've also had the times where I've done nothing and had a good rant and rave to my friends and family. But actually, I've come to to realise that I just had to accept that what was going on was happening and try and do my best to, to put a plan in place to deal with it and, and then accept that what happened afterwards was my new reality. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's a, a good definition of resilience for me. Yeah, and I think... 
what hits me there is, you know, it's kind of saying resilience is accepting your new reality, even if it's less good than the one that you had before. And I think when we've gone through things in life, you know, when we emerge the other side, it is, isn't it? It's like you said, we we can either have this reality where we go, well, I, that that's not what I want. And we can fight against it and put a lot of effort into that, which is draining. Or we can actually say, OK, this is what we've got. I need to move forward with this so I can improve on it if it's less good than you know what I've had before. I can learn from it. And again, going back to that whole, let's just put one foot in front of the other, no matter how teeny tiny that step is, and just kind of um, keep going. So thank you for that, Andrea. Okay, what about your one? What did you pick? Well, I found one from um, Mary Ann Radmacher. I think that's how I say her name, who is a writer and an artist. And hers was saying, courage doesn't always rule. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. And I know it doesn't use the word resilience in that. But for me, it's that last bit. I will try again tomorrow, you know, no matter what today has thrown at me, whether today has been a good day, a bad day, fair to middling day or a day where I didn't get out of bed because I just just couldn't face the day. It's that, you know, and it says like it's that little voice at the end of the day going, OK, it was like this, but I will try again tomorrow. That yeah. kind of that the ability to have a blank sheet for yeah. each day you know i will start this again today i won't keep this in my head as you know something that's that's awful or i won't kind of stick with that but what i will do is actually go okay that was today try again tomorrow i will keep going and i think for me that's a really good sort of idea of what resilience kind of means to me yeah, and, and when you were reading that out, Rachel, that made me think about a time where it got to the end of the day. And before I went to sleep, I had a little cry whilst I was thinking, OK, Andrea, fresh day tomorrow. And actually, for me, part of be, being resilient was having the ability to like uh, express my emotions and have the cry and get it out and then start again and realising that it wasn't weak to do that. That was actually a strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and okay. I think that's it, isn't it? It's having that sort of strength to assess all the things that have happened that day, yeah. put them to one side, I'll start again tomorrow and we'll, we'll see what occurs. I also found um, another really good quote from Nelson Mandela, which was, um, do not judge me by my successes, judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. And, you know, it's like what you've just said about, you know, going to bed and have having that cry, knowing that it's not weak to do that. It's actually a real strong strength to do that. And, you know, you might have if you were crying, you might have fallen down that day for whatever reason, whatever setbacks or little kind of um, speed bumps sort yeah. of came came your way on that day. You know, you fell down. You had that cry, you assessed it, but you picked yourself up, you got up again and you started that again. And right. I think for me, that is what resilience is. It's it's the ability to to keep to 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 fall, to look after yourself in that fall, pick yourself up and keep carrying on, even if, you know, like I, I kept saying, actually, um, 
even if it's the smallest of footsteps or even if that day actually your steps are standing still but just being in um you being in that moment yeah so three very different and three very interesting quotes there andrea which kind of um yeah do sum up resilience in a nutshell i think but i think there's also lots of different ways we can think about resilience i know when we spoke to the rest of the peer support worker team you know we would have got very different ideas of what resilience is what it means to each person so what we've got next is um we collated the ideas of the peer support worker team and we've put them together in an acrostic so i know this is hard in a podcast to to say but if you imagine you've got the word resilience going down the side and we are going to take each of those letters of the word resilience and give you a little bit of a definition of them. Should I start, Andrea? Uh, you read the first one, Rachel. OK, so R is rest often. E, everyone is individual. S, sleep. I, invest in yourself. L, listen. I, it's another day forward. E, engage in new things. N, not okay is okay. C, carry on being you. And E, encourage others. So we've spelt out the word resilience there. And I think if I just took one of those um, sections, I think for me, the one that uh, resonates the most is I, so the second I, it's another day forward. And doesn't that just link into those quotes that we've just spoken about, you know, the the ability to, you know, it's another day tomorrow to fall down, to be able to pick yourself up again. So for me, that really sort of hits me in terms of, yeah, it's another day forward. You know, it might have been on the scale of things, a difficult day, a rubbish day. However, it's another day forward. It's another day in your recovery journey. Is there one of those bits there, Andrea, that sort of uh, sticks with you? Yeah, so for me, it's the C, Rachel, carry on being you. Mm -hmm. um, because I know when I've had tough times, quite often I'll measure myself against other people. Mm -hmm. And if I've got a, a friend that I consider is a really strong person, Quite often I'll think about how they're doing or how they would have coped in the situation and maybe compare myself and think that I'm not quite as good. But actually it's that realisation that whatever I'm doing is working for me. And like the E says, everyone's individual. And actually if I just carry on being me, then that's enough. And if, like you said before, take it in small steps, I'll get there in the end. So yeah, yeah. believing in myself and being me. Yeah, and it's it's that kindness, isn't it? It's it's not kind of going, oh, well, they can cope with this. They're, they're, oh, they must be really, really resilient. They can cope with whatever life throws at them. Well, they might be on the surface, okay. but underneath they might be, you know, peddling like mad. But it is, isn't it? It's that individual, actually, you know, this is how I'm seeing things. This is how I'm dealing with it. This is what my resilience levels are like. And yeah. that's actually okay. Um, so yeah, we've got the peer support workers to help us with that. And I think, you know, what we've just said is that, you know, being resilient is an ongoing process, isn't it? And it may have its ups and downs. So 
I know with my own resilience, there are days where I'm just going along going, yeah, things are all right. You know, things are tootling along nicely, all good, that's fine. Um, there may be days where I've got my head in my hands because something's come along or, you know, Andrew, when you have those days where something happens, then something else happens and then something else happens and then someone might send you an innocent little email and then you're just like, oh, no. I really can't. It's not just me, is it, Andrew? No, no. <laughs> Things like no. that. It's, yeah, it's one of those days where you wish you'd either not got out of bed or you just can't wait for the day to end so you can go to bed and start again. Yeah. yeah and everything seems to go wrong. Nothing goes right. Yeah, I know exactly. what you mean. Yeah, and you know, on those days, um, again, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't feel very resilient at all. I wouldn't feel able to to cope with things, and it'd be like, oh, I just, you like say, just want to go back to those old behaviours of curling up on a ball and wishing the world away. But you know, that's just because it's an up and a down, and there there may well be be days where you know something happens that the previous day I would not have coped with very well or I'd have just reacted to, or I'd have got very stressed about, that I just, I handle really well, and I handle with a smile and a laugh. So I think it's, you know, resilience is something that builds, isn't it? It kind of carries along with time, but also we have to keep developing. We have to keep sort of doing things to support because life will throw things at us, like COVID-19, lockdown, yeah. pandemic where actually you know our ups and downs are quite roller coastery if that's even a word yeah well yeah it is a word and it's, it's really puts a lovely uh, image in my mind of, of the up and down um so yeah like you said levels of resilience they can change over time mm -hmm. and actually something um that's happened quite recently for all of us is the the change in our daily lives because of COVID-19 and every one of us has had to be resilient and develop our resilience. Yeah. Yeah and I think you know what we now 12 weeks into yeah. this pandemic um, lockdown is lifting it's easing isn't it. Um, I think there are certain things that are a bit confusing um, about all of these things as well but you know I know I know at the beginning I was like, well, I work from home anyway. Um, my anxiety likes not going out and seeing people, so that's all right. And you're probably feeling, you know, quite resilient. But I also know people I've spoken to at the beginning of lockdown had very little resilience, had very little feeling that they could cope because the things that they would use usually use to support their mental health were very quickly removed like you know if you like to go to the gym to let off some steam or you would go for regular walks not just one a day would have found their resilience would have been quite low but actually has been building you know as we get used to it and I think you know I'm probably at the stage in this in lockdown that my resilience is, is, is okay it's, it's pretty good but I might be sort of getting I don't know a bit bored a bit kind of it's a bit samey you know um and that's when I need to look at those things that I need to put in place to, to support myself. But yeah, it is, isn't it? And I think it may also, like you said, like that roller coaster of, well, actually, one day you might be feeling really resilient in this. Another day you're not. But if we go back to 
that peer support worker definition of resilience not okay is okay that's true yeah okay yeah. um you know it's it's okay to to find that day difficult it's okay you know if you've got kids at home or if your partner's at home because you're both furloughed and you're spending far more time with each other it's okay actually to have those days where you're like goodness me could you just I just need some space, you know, I yeah. need time, time for myself. So um, what we have done is, is also ask the peer support worker team, um, you know, how they're being resilient within the pandemic. Um, and we had a variety of sort of different responses, didn't we? Because we've got a variety of um, different experiences within the team. So um, people who have sort of children were finding that with the children being at home all day, because you're just not used to it, are you? You know, they go they go off to school, they come back, you have the weekends, you have holidays. So they were finding that actually not fighting against that new reality. So like the quote you said right at the beginning, Andrea, so not fighting against that reality if your kids, kids are at home all day. So what they did was relax things, relax routines and not sweating the small stuff. And I think that's that's good, isn't it? It's kind of going, well, this is what we're dealing with now. This is our reality. So let's just make that as as easy for us as it can be whilst still working from home and home educating. Yeah. Um, we've also sort of had people sharing that feeling overwhelmed by working and working from home because there isn't that distinction, is there, between, oh, look, it's, it's knocking off time. Brilliant. See you later, guys. Get in the car, get home there's kind of the temptation to carry on working, keep carrying on working, I'll just answer this email, I'll just do that. So people sort of saying to us that actually being very strict about when home and work begins and ends. And again, it goes back to that new reality, doesn't it? In terms of, I've got to work from home. In order to, to stay well, I need to have the off point. So I'm going to be very firm about doing that. And this goes into that as well, sort of developing a new routine to the day, because if you carried on with the old one, you can't use it. It's, 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 it's no longer viable. So let's have a new routine and let's keep to that routine. So some interesting ones there. Did you sort of have any? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I've got a few examples as well. So um, with being at home so much, some of the peer support workers said that they they needed to make sure that their day contained some enjoyable things as well um, and actually slowing down to take the time to appreciate them. So if someone was working from home, making sure that they take regular breaks, maybe go for a walk in the garden or split the day up by watching a little bit of telly or something. So making making some fun parts to the day. Um, also trying to have a strengths focus when dealing with the challenges that the pandemic has brought. So, you know, looking at the things we can do rather than the things that we can't. So I know I was, uh, before this happened, I was somebody who heavily relied on routine. So I, it used to be that I got up early and I got the bus to work and I was in work early preparing. But, you know, I couldn't do that. So what I could do was still get up reasonably early and go for a walk. So replacing some of the things that I'd lost. Mm. So yeah, this is what I can do, or I can't do the other stuff, you know, but how can I, how can I substitute it in a way? 
And I think that can be hard at the start, whether that's, you know, changes have come in place because of pandemic or because of life changes that are out of our control, because all of this was out of our control, wasn't it, Andrea? And I think, you know, we, we can, it's easy to then go, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And Boris has said, I can't, oh, this, this is, this is terrible. I can't see the wood for the trees. Whereas, stepping back and seeing that strengths focus like you say you know or well, my routine was like get up early catch the bus and I'll be into work early and that'd be great and you've kind of stepped back from that and you've seen well I can't catch the bus but I can still get up early and I could you know start work early but actually it'd be quite nice to do something sort of nice in between there and reminding ourselves and I think we have to constantly do this and reminding ourselves of those strength focuses, you know, so like we talked about having bad days, didn't we? What in that bad day could you do? It might just be you opened your eyes and you were awake. But that's that's a strength. That's something that you've done there. You know, all right, you've been in your pyjamas all day. OK, but you got out of bed. Um, you know, you might have gone from one room to another, but you did that. Um, You've, you've got up, you might, all right, you sat and watched telly all day, but you occupied your time. So it, it's looking, you know, and sometimes that can be so hard to find the, the, the strength focus if we're just looking at all the things that have been taken away from us. But I think that's also how we develop our resilience, isn't it? Is yeah. It's looking at, in the worst of days, what have you achieved? Stick to that. And tomorrow's another day and what can you build on or, you know, what can you continue to do? So, yeah, lots of different experiences there, isn't there? And lots of different ways to, to be resilient. And I think the thread of all of those examples is how using self-care helps to develop our resilience. So, you know, people with routines, people who've relaxed things, the making sure each day contains something enjoyable, having a strengths focus. You know, we, we could keep giving examples exactly. for ages, you know, till the cows come home. But the thread of it is that those are all self-care and self-care helps to develop our resilience. And self-care is going to be the focus of the next peer support worker podcast. So we'll look forward to sort of delving more into to that. Um, but yeah, lots of different things there. So I guess really the next question is to ask you guys listening today to have a think about what might resilience look like for you? So, you know, we've talked about, haven't we, Andrea, how resilience can change over time, can change within a day, really, you know. Um, so you might want to have a think about actually what does that look like for you? You know, so is it that resilience for you is I'm just getting out of bed every day and that's that's what I'm doing and that's how I'm, I'm moving forward. Or, you know, if you're further on in your recovery journey, looking back and going, oh, yeah, goodness me, right at the start, I couldn't I couldn't cope with things. Oh, I found them so difficult. You know, there, there's one point in my recovery journey, I couldn't decide what socks to wear. But, you know, that's another story that we'll save for another podcast. Um, but looking back, you know, you can see how actually how my resilience has grown over time and how it's had peaks and troughs. Like we've gone back to that roller coaster example. I mean, would you say that's the same for you, Andrea? Yeah, yeah. I'd also say maybe 
um, have a look back and see how you've managed to cope with with situations. What have you done differently? How have you adapted? You know, um, have you had to ask for help when you you normally wouldn't? Have you offered someone else some help? Is that what you know? Is that's what has been the thing that's got you through? Um, have you done things with other people when you'd normally do them on your own? Did you have to change your diet? You know, it might be some really subtle changes, but they're all parts of being resilient and they make up the bigger picture. Yeah. So, you know, thinking about that might be useful, mightn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think a, a really important thing to remember is it's OK not to feel OK. Like we said before, you know, you you don't have to have a day where you're on top of the world. Maybe you're just having a day you, you feel quite low and you know, you really don't want to go anywhere or do anything, but that's okay as well. We don't have to be bouncing off the walls and going going out and meeting people or walking five miles a day. Yeah, no, it's okay to be feeling the way that you are feeling. So we're kind of coming um, to the end of our very first peer support podcast. So thank you so much for, for listening. Um, just sort of bringing it all together. So today's podcast has looked at resilience, both in terms of definitions and what people have said about it, but also what that means to us as individuals and sort of asking, you know, people listening today to have a think about that themselves. We've also looked at the peer support worker lived experience examples of developing resilience, particularly during the current COVID-19 pandemic. So I'd just like to end today's podcast really on one final quote, and it comes from Steve Maroboli, who is a speaker, best-selling author and behavioural science academic. And he said that life doesn't get any easier or more forgiving. We get stronger and more resilient. And I, I don't know about you, Angie, I mean, there's a part of me that thinks this doesn't even need to be discussed. It's like, yeah, you know, we, we can't change really those things that are out of our control, those things that come along. But actually, if we get stronger and more resilient, then actually we deal with them in a much different way, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So so just before we end, uh, just a few words, really, what to do if you're feeling unsafe at the moment. So one of the things you could do is you could call your GP and explain that you're, you're feeling like you can't keep yourself safe and you could make an urgent appointment with them. You can also talk to the Samaritans. You can um, contact them on 116123, and they're available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Um, or you can also email them at joe@samaritans.org. And also, if you prefer to text, there is a text service called Shout. You can text to 85258. Um, and they're available 24-7 for help in a crisis. But that information will also be on the podcast note. And if you're wondering where to go and how to seek help, the information for that is also on the podcast notes. And if you're listening this uh, to this today and you're thinking that perhaps referring yourself to the Wellbeing Service would be something you'd need to do, you can self-refer to the Wellbeing Service and you can do so via our website, so where you found this podcast or over the telephone. You don't need to have a, a referral from your GP, you can do it yourself. And if you are currently having treatment within the Wellbeing Service and you're thinking that peer support would actually be quite useful for you, then please do speak to your therapist who can make the referral for you. 
So we've come to the end to, of our very first peer support podcast. Thank you for being in um, our first one. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, and we hope that you're able to join us again for our next podcast, which will be on the subject of self-care and self-compassion. So I'll say goodbye from me. Goodbye. Goodbye. Please do subscribe. It's free and means the podcast will automatically download every fortnight. Do rate and review our podcast and follow our social media accounts. They're all in the show notes. And more than anything, look after yourself.